0: This is Dicky Divers, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet.
1: Sarah Grieve here for Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I am with Dicky Divers right now. So, hey, welcome. Hello. <laughs> you just so excited to be here. <laughs> Before we get started, I just want to have the listeners obviously want to know that obviously they can listen to any of our past shows on iTunes, Spotify, and all good Android podcasting sites including Anchor FM. We are also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Supleg If you'd like to give us a wee review and some feedback, everything is welcome. And I'll just dive right in with this. No pun intended. Let's do it. And so, so the first question that I've got for you, it's, it's a bit of a generic question, but in my eyes it's never a generic answer, but it comes from a show that we've done in the past on why we love wrestling. So I'm going to ask you, why do you love wrestling?
0: everything about it. It's a great show, like good guys, bad guys, crazy characters, and what's not to love. It's, oh, like a, it's like a soap opera for guys really. I mean I know there's female <laughs> fans but, you know what I
1: mean? And is there anyone in particular that maybe stood out for you and you're just like, I want to do that?
0: The Rock and sure Michael's probably the two. I used to watch, I still watch, do, watch their stuff <laughs> constantly.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Mick Foley as well. Everything he did I just loved, him. he was just Crazy.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, The Rock, is. we actually have a show coming up next week, which is all about The Rock, obviously, if you want to have a real listen to that or even get yeah, involved yep, with the I'm team, off. I'll let them know. So, obviously, you have been trained by the likes of us, and there's a big, massive list when I was double-checking everything. You've got Fergal Devitt, who is now WWE's Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. You've got Paul Tracy, British wrestling legend Doug Williams, and Mikey Whiplash, and that's just to name a few. So, obviously, how has their influence you helped you? in your own personal development?
0: Massively. When I, I, I trained with Fergal it was all about conditioning and obviously ring position and stuff like that. Doug and Whippy are absolutely tremendous when it comes to all the technical things and to be all I'm not the best technical wrestler so learning stuff off them was a massive help. I'm more just that kind of wrestler that gets dropped in his head a lot. I'm good at all that stuff so really want to talk to guys that literally could a mop and get a good match
1: <laughs> me. One of the names obviously is now in the WWE It's Finn Balor, obviously how does it actually make you feel knowing that you have actually been trained by him?
0: He's <laughs> great okay, but um, he's not the only one I've trained with that's in WWE now, You've obviously got Kevin Dane as well, mm-hmm. he's been one of my best pals for years, he, he helped me a lot when he started to get better and better and better, mm-hmm. he, he'd take me down to the Soul School at the time mm-hmm. when he was there and would just show me different ways of how to work and made me better for it.
1: Yeah, and obviously how was training at source for you as well?
0: Oh great, I loved it. I loved my time there. Every now and again I still go down and I'll do a session with whiplash every every Mm -hmm. every now and again, but most of my days now I'm obviously spent helping out the guys at and Tent Mm instead.
1: That's how right you're branching out to obviously completely different places but you've not forgotten where you came from. Exactly. And that's that I do have a massive respect for that. It's like sometimes people do forget where they came came from and you just like look humble yourself a little bit. Nah, but it's nice to see that you're still completely humble about it. Oh yeah. Um, but do you, like obviously going off, do you have any recommendations of how to actually get into wrestling if someone was actually interested in doing it?
0: It's easy. When I first started it was quite difficult to find school because obviously to be honest when I started the internet wasn't as prevalent as it is today but go online, find a reputable school, make sure the school is reputable and it's not run by donkeys because there's quite a few them around as well. Uh, source, PBW. Rent us in tent school, mm-hmm. keep EWA. there's loads out there you can go and learn the business. It's, it's not hard.
1: It's not hard at all, I, no.
0: I, I came close to falling foul of that as I almost almost started training for a less than reputable company in Dundee, shortly <laughs> before I found source.
1: Alright. <laughs> now, we do love a first ever over at Eat Sleep <clears throat> super luxury treat, And now, you have actually been quite a few first time evers, including the first ever ICW Tag Team Champion, along with William Grange. Now first of all, why did you name yourselves the STI? I want to know that. To
0: be honest, we just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we called it ourselves it was the superior talent initiative, we'd never quite tried to think of something worthy the our STI and we just we just thought it was hilarious <laughs> and it caught on so we were quite happy because, th- to be honest, we thought it was going to get changed, <laughs> we just, like, thought we were going to get told, you can't call yourselves <laughs> that, but you know, everywhere we went was, was fine, right? we didn't care so.
1: Aye, uh, so, so I thought like like... If- you never know, obviously even young kids not very knowing about that and they're like, "Oh, I don't know what that is, it stands for that. Yep. Later on in life it's like when the glass shatters, it's, it's always like when you had like songs when you were younger and then you sort of learn what they are about mm-hmm. and, and that just it shatters for you you're like, oh my god, my childhood is ruined now. <laughs> <laughs> so you might have ruined a couple of child's life. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, how was it teaming alongside of him actually? It
0: was great. I had a that was one of my favourite teams. Um and my wrestling career was my tagging with him, uh, obviously at Sarah as well. Mm-hmm. Sarah's one of my closest friends, she's been for years, so anytime I got to go out mm-hmm. and she was there and he was there, it we was, it was, it was, it was just had fun, it was a fun type of wrestle and obviously our feud with the Buckies was tremendous, it's probably the best feud I've ever been involved in.
1: Yeah, and obviously the last thing I want to ask you about that is, obviously how does it feel knowing that you were part of the first ever Tag Team Champions?
0: Brilliant. It's just it's a good thing to brag about, I suppose.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing to have on your resume. It's just yeah. like, everyone's like, obviously oh, so you've got pole Promotions, which is obviously the most combined title reigns they've had, like the longest reign, you're like, yeah, well, that was the first time ever, yeah. so you can't take that away from me.
0: That's true, eh? <laughs> Although, nah, I wouldn't argue with Polo's because they are tremendous. Yeah, like, absolutely brilliant.
1: <laughs> we'll move away from ICW just for a wee second and we're going to move forward to Reckless and Tanks. So, obviously, you are the current Headweight Champion. Yeah. Um, And obviously you won that when you were in the Reckless Rumble, Mm -hmm. Now you obviously outlasted 30 different men, one of them was actually including Greedo, so obviously what was your initial thoughts going into the match knowing that there was so much for you to overcome?
0: Oh, I faced Greedo a few times over the year, over that year, it was kind of an ongoing feud so I wouldn't say I was worried but I was looking forward to getting in and I was really looking forward to wiping the Smug smile off his face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, how did you feel? Obviously, the emo- like, I was at that show and also the emotion said it all, like your face just told everything, but what was going through your head when you finally got him over that top rope and it was announced that you were the new heavyweight champion?
0: I was just ecstatic. I was really happy. To be honest, I, the guys at Meta was done so much to help me because I had to take a year or so out when I had a really bad back injury. I was really, really cubbed, but I didn't do the whole, I'm retired because... The, I didn't retire, I just took all <laughs> limited bookings and I didn't know what to do the whole comeback thing so they, they helped me a lot when I decided it was time to start wrestling more regularly. They were one of the first companies to come to me and say, we want to use you and uh, off the back of that I've managed to get myself back to being wrestling pretty much every weekend now. Mm-hmm. So when they, when they decided to give me the titles, I, I couldn't thank them enough.
1: Yeah, it is kind of feeling like a wee comeback story in a way but obviously it's not a comeback yeah. Because you never actually really went away. No. You never actually truly left. I, mean,
0: I just took, let's say, limited bookings or well, bookings mm-hmm. I knew I could take, and I would be all right. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't really walk. The ICW style for my back though it was because I was wrestling maybe one match, and then I couldn't walk for few days. Yeah. So I got to the point where I was like, I need to get this scene to.
1: Mhm. Obviously, we will. We'll steer back. I was because you did th- mention ICW again. Now, 2015 was actually started off as a great year for you. So you won. The Square goal contract. So, obviously, how did it make you feel? Obviously, you knowing that you were going to be the one next in line for a championship opportunity, whenever the hell you wanted.
0: At the time, brilliant. I was again, it was ecstatic when, mm-hmm. when when I won it. But obviously, now looking back, that's probably it was the beginning of my demise in the ICW. Hmm, yeah,
1: because you didn't hold on to it for that, like that long, did you? No. A no.
0: couple of months, maybe ah. if you're lucky. <laughs> And I didn't really get into anything. I think there obviously, I started the feed with in 3 pretty quickly, and that mm-hmm. kind of
1: just overtook everything. Yeah, and he just kind of took it off <coughs> you as well. Yeah. One of the things that the guys wanted to ask you, obviously, is the lead up to Shugs, uh, Shug's Face Party 4. Now, the infamous rivalry you had with senior referee Thomas Cairns. <laughs> the infamous. I <IAC>. see. <laughs> it's just bringing it all back is yeah. isn't it? Um, so, obviously, I want to know, obviously, why you finally attacked him when you did. Because he seemed to be getting on your nerves for a little while. And then you just, you just sort of blew and took I, it.
0: Nah, to be honest, it was when I, after the DDT thing happened was when I kind of went, I've done enough of this week too. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just decided I was going to get my own back and <laughs> I like I think I did.
1: Yeah, so obviously so <coughs> talking about that night on Shugs, obviously once you were in the ring, Thomas decided to try and do a wee sneak attack on you and jump up to the top turnbuckle and he failed in spectacular fashion. Honestly, like again, I was there, I seen your face. Um, but obviously what was going through your mind when he fell or jumped and fell? I don't even know what he was doing.
0: I think he went to jump and his foot slipped and he's just kind of crashed and burned.
1: Yeah. As
0: you can tell in my face I thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? That's one of those things like he <laughs> can't help but laugh. I think even by the time he got back stage even he, he was having a laugh about it going, well, it's happened. Yeah. It's just one of those things, you just need to move on. But at the time, I, I couldn't really stop
1: laughing. No, I, like, I could see, I, I think for a while you were just like, what do I even do with that? It's yeah. <laughs> just like sort of standing there, you're like, oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so obviously like, we've, we've talked about ICW, we've talked a little bit about Reckless, but I want to move back to that because obviously that seems to be your sort of home now. Mm-hmm. You are part of the dynasty now. so you've got Jonathan Richards and you've got Jack Morris. Yeah. So, obviously, at first, you did start out with Jonathan. So, what made you bring him on board with you?
0: Because he pretty much does whatever I tell him. <laughs> if I want a coffee, I go, coffee, and he goes, and he does it. So, it's not to love. <laughs> oh, yeah. you can also use him as bait, you know, bait from in front of people mm-hmm. that way he gets that instead of me, as you've seen on numerous occasions. Yeah. Don't know how many times that boy's been pile-drivered on his head.
1: I've lost count of how many which, times he's been pile-drivered.
0: Which is just great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, most recently you brought on Jack Morris, and obviously what made you bring Jack in with you? He's,
0: just, he's a good up-and-coming young lad, and mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to take one of the newer guys on the wing, and I don't think I could have made a better choice, to be honest, because he's, yeah. he's definitely... wanting to watch the future, he's going to be a big name in the future yeah, guaranteed uh,
1: so obviously cause like on the upcoming show on December 1st so they're both in matches as well as you are so obviously Jonathan got himself into a bit of a situation Again. with Chris Renfrew and Jamal Malley in a Christmas chaos <laughs> match I don't think the boy knows when to keep his mouth shut
0: no he definitely definitely doesn't <laughs> when uh, I seen Nate released his wee video we were talking first thing I did was facepam then <laughs> just going what are you doing <laughs> uh, and now obviously at first I thought it was just going to be him against mm-hmm. Renfrew mm-hmm. and I've seen him adding jam. so, I mean he's probably expecting my help but he's, he's not going to get it. <laughs> I might even get a wee chair, sit down with some popcorn, watch it, just see him get his ass handed to him.
1: I think Maybe I teach him th- a lesson. I think he probably thought, oh it's alright, he's got my back and Jack's got my back, but Jack's got another match as well. Obviously yeah. he's, oh, so he's <laughs> against Mikey Whiplash, you yep. know, so that's so
0: going gonna gonna a a, right?
1: to be a tough battle for him. So obviously. I think it's safe to say that Jonathan's on his own on this one. You, you'll sit and maybe give him moral support? He's on
0: his own anyway. He's, <laughs> he brought it on himself. Uh, uh, if he would force into the match, then he might, have had a, he might have had his back, but the fact that he actually went out and really asked for it, he can, he's made his bed, he can lie in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so going on that, obviously, now Jonathan, he, he, he found out that I was going to speak speak to you today, and he wants to know if he can get a raise. <laughs>
0: you can get a, a third of all proceeds I'm getting from this, my fee for this, if you want, which is zero. So <laughs> there's your raise. It's
1: like minus, yeah. minus I'll take money off of you.
0: Yeah. And besides, I'm still waiting on that coffee I asked him for a week and a half ago. Oh, I know. So
1: He, he knows you were coming today and he, he's
0: not still, here. Still, still here. He's not here. Useless. When he can learn to do his job properly, then we'll talk about <laughs>
1: Now obviously we, like, we've talked about the reckless rumble this year, obviously, but you obviously you've had already one title defence, a successful one, may I add. Mm-hmm. Even though people will say it was controversial because the match ended up getting restarted because obviously you like I was there, I could see your foot was under the bottom rope, so Bear, country mile. <laughs> yes, it actually was. It was basically hanging off the ring, mm-hmm. um, and despite Jack and Jonathan's efforts to get the referee's attention, he still didn't realise. So, so the match was restarted and you successfully retained against Michael Chase. Obviously no, he's like one of the bigger names, the biggest name, like the sort of poster child. Oh okay, like, we'll yeah. what's um, so, Yeah. So how did it feel obviously just having a successful retention against him, first of all?
0: Great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you noticed but I was a little bit sparkled after that. Uh, my face got... I got really, really rocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously I'm not retained so I couldn't even celebrate properly. I had to just kind of stumble backstage. Mm-hmm. Once I came to you I was like... Oh, fantastic, that one. <laughs>
1: it's like, oh, that happened.
0: Yep.
1: Um And obviously now for December 1st, it's the last show of the year, you've got a match against Solar because apparently he's not happy with how it went down either.
0: Yeah, apparently he does, apart from me and Jack, and I suppose Jonathan.
1: Well, he's just happy to be here. I think he's just
0: happy being be involved, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so obviously, what are your preparations heading into match, obviously, because he's a completely different style than you, he's the high flying luchador.
0: Well first off it's a heavyweight title, so why is I to all getting a shot a heavyweight title? Answer me that. But his opinion means so little to me. Mm. So I'll pre- prepare for that match as I'll pay for every other match. I'll go to the gym, I'll go and I'll train in the ring and then I'll see him out there. But it's a guarantee that you're looking at the winner just now.
1: Mm-hmm. And obviously, even though Jonathan and Jack have obviously had their own matches, you know that they'll still they'll still come out and have your back. Of course. Um, obviously, is that obviously if was can still walk? let if he can walk. Yes, yeah. yeah. so if he's even still alive, yeah. you might have. But to there's go a good and chance he's not? No, I don't think he'll ever get that coffee now.
0: No, I'll try and get it off him before the match starts.
1: <laughs> make some uses out of them. Um, but obviously, heading into the match, have you got any final words ahead of this match on December first?
0: <laughs> Just don't make don't make bets that you you can't cash. Wait, I'm, I'm going to kill him. There's a very good chance that in fact, I might even just demask him. Ooh! I think that's me. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm see, going to,
1: see, now that's on tape. You're gonna to have to live up to that.
0: That's fine. We're right. gonna
1: have people watching. <coughs> so.
0: Then I think I could I think I can manage it. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially when I have my my two boys behind me.
1: Oh, uh, my one boy
0: and Jonathan.
1: The other one. Yeah. That, that half one. one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they might not even be walking. He might be on crutches. In a neck brace. Very, or a
0: wheelchair. <laughs>
1: Like, I think he'll just, Jack will just carry him out probably. Probably. Because I think even though like Jack has got a, a much tougher match, obviously I'm not putting, taking anything away from Jammer Renfrew, through Christmas chaos. I can't see that going well. No. But obviously, I, I, I yeah I think you might need to start taking applications for maybe a, a new member of the dynasty.
0: That's fine. I've got a few names in, in mind.
1: And um, well, Dicky Diggers, thank you so much for joining me. but... In true Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet style fashion (laughs) we finish off each of our interviews with a quick fire round so basically I've got a list of things here and we just want to know everything off the top of your head so it's just to get to know you because obviously at the end of the day you are still a fan, obviously it it got you into wrestling and you'll always be a fan even if people don't want to admit that they're just a fan Um, so I'm going to fire into these
0: Okay
1: Right. so Rock or Austin? Rock Night in or night out? Night in. Trish or Lita? Lita. Xbox or PS4?
0: PS4, all the way. All the way. (laughs) the Xbox.
1: Uh, Favourite wrestling game?
0: Ooh. Ooh, that's a hard one. Probably Here here Comes a Pain, I think.
1: That seems to be a popular one, actually, yeah.
0: Here Comes a Pain or Shut Your Mouth. Probably one of those two. That's a really hard question, though. (laughs) So many good games out there.
1: Your favourite wrestling pay per view of all time?
0: Probably ECW one night stand, the first one. Mm. That was just the, the feeling behind that show was just tremendous. And every single match was quality. Mm-hmm.
1: Cody or Omega? Omega. Uh, Jonathan Richards or Jack Morris?
0: Jack Morris. He's going to be so upset when he hears that. No question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and your dream opponent?
0: Dream opponent. To be fair, I've already worked my dream opponent, so probably just if I could wrestle Omega again, I'd be happy. Mm. I had a match with him back in 2000. and...
1: 14 I think
0: At <laughs> some point I had a match when It was great And I was no well well I had the match I was really ill So I'd love to get Another chance to wrestle you know, When I'm fairly fit
1: Yeah Obviously someone That you haven't wrestled before
0: mm.
1: Mm. If you could pick Literally anybody In the world Mankind That would be A hell of a match actually <laughs> Your favourite tag team Ever Ever but Apart from the STI Obviously <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know who I've actually They're not my favourite Ever Do you know who I've like, recently The B team They're hilarious.
1: Oh, they actually are, yes.
0: But my favourite ever, I don't know, that's hard, again. I can't even give an answer, I don't know. (laughs) I can't think.
1: It's not Probably probably
0: Agent Christian, I'd say.
1: I do love Agent Christian, actually. Um, Your favourite wrestler of all time, apart from The Rock?
0: Shawn Michaels.
1: (laughs) And just to round off, obviously, for sentimental purposes, the favourite venue you've wrestled at?
0: The Barrowlands, because it's just such an iconic venue. It's the Barrowlands.
1: Well, that rounds off the quick fires. I won't put you through anything else, obviously. It's usually the pick between that usually gets people, but obviously it was the wrestling games that seemed to have stumped you, actually.
0: not yeah, the tag teams, because there's <laughs> so many good tag teams out there, yeah. and I love tag team wrestling, so that's pretty much all I watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Dickie Divers, thank you so much for joining me. Obviously, later this week, we have got a show going on about The Rock, so make sure you are tuned in on Spotify, iTunes, and all good Android podcasting sites. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get a notification when it's released. It'll be released later this week, probably Thursday. It's 11am British Standard Time, so make sure you're tuned in. I will. And thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you, new. Thank you very much. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the f*** you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important in your life, you th- honking bag of d*** tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat, sleep, suplex, retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!